Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Ed Ray, are you scared? Of what? Of opinions and beer <laughs> today is the halloween edition of opinions and beer i'm your host adam we also have ed ray 1416 hello morons hello morons that's your that's our fans you're talking to i don't care about them i only care about opinions and beer but you don't even like beer well i care about opinions <laughs> that's why and you know what you hear that grump you hear that grumping grumpiness in his face? You know what that means? It means we also have today a segment of whining with Ed Ray. That grump's gonna whine and whine big time. We're gonna we have a, a stack show today for you. We got the beers of the day. We got some whining with Ed Ray. We've got uh, some topics we were supposed to talk about last time, but couldn't get to them uh, due to uh, inebriation. <laughs> and then we also have drunk. Mad Lib, so hopefully we get pretty good and toasty, so we can get on with the Halloween drunk Mad Libs. That will be uh, that, that's going to take place in the final act of today's episode. But first off, first things first, how's this? I'm going to do the first beer, then you do the whining with Ed Ray, then I'll do the second beer, and then we'll continue with the show. All right, so this there's two beers of the day, both are from Harpoon. The first beer of the day. Is Harpoon Duncan Blueberry? No, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't do that one first. The first beer of the day is Harpoon Duncan Maple Cream. This is a maple cream. It's 5.5% in alcohol by volume. Now, uh, Harpoon has a thing about re- releasing these Duncan, uh, these seasonal Duncan beers. Now, uh, the last two years, they've included. Uh, a bunch of newer uh, flavors. It used to. It started off with just Duncan Porter, then they added Pumpkin Duncan, and now the last two years they've been adding uh, even more flavors. And this year they added these two new ones. So I can't wait to try Maple Cream first. Last year they had Boston Cream. So. Which I don't think Boston. Oh, one thing I will say this so far smells. The best out of all the Harpoon Duncan beers I've ever smelled. Like so far, that the smell of this one. This is a maple cream. So this is a cream ale, probably a maple cream ale. Oh yeah, dude, this reeks of maple. So delicious smell. This smells so good. This is the best smelling Harpoon beer I've ever smelled. All right. And Harpoon makes some good stuff. Harpoon and UFO, same company. So they make some good stuff. Let's try this maple cream beer. Oh, yeah. That's a solid cream ale. Solid, very drinkable. Straight to the point. Nothing crazy. It's it's a cream ale with maple flavor. That's it. That's, I mean, it's basically... Uh, a, a light lager, but even though it's an ale, it's a mix. Cream ales are a mix of lager and ales, pretty much. But it's pretty much 
maple and light beer. This is a this is the one of the most drinkable beers I've ever had in quite some time. Very good. Solid. Uh, shoot, I'm gonna give this an eight out of ten. I would say ten out of ten, but you know, uh, I'm not a fa- I'm not a big a huge fan of light light beers. And that's the only thing holding this one back. But I say holding it back, but it's really it's top tier. It's top tier cream ale. So uh, I think the only thing that would bump this up if this was a bit higher in alcohol. Uh, but it's it's I mean it's a light ABV. Everything's about it's light. But the flavor is really well done. Well done, Duncan. All right, Ed Ray. Now it's time for. You need a a, a wine opener. Now it's time for whining with Ed Ray. Okay, so what we're dealing with here is the Principato Rosso, which was apparently made in uh, 2010, or if the company was established in 2010. Well, I really cannot uh, read that because it is Italian and I'm not very fluent in Italian. But it does say here, from the family vineyards in Italy to your table, so this is a vintage Italian wine. And there really isn't uh, a description here, except for the fact that it is uh, bottled, shipped, produced, in Trento, Italy. And uh, I guess it is distributed internationally through Palm Bay in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. And this thing is 11.5% alcohol by volume. So now it's time to go ahead and pour this bad boy. Oh yeah, pouring that glass. I always want to get up to the line right there. Now we are at the line. Okay, so... has a very fresh fermented feeling. As indicated in the smell now to taste it. Almost a little bit neutral, you know. I mean, I've had worse wines out there. But since I find a neutral taste in this wine, I'm going to have to give it a neutral score of 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10, man. But it's neutral, so I guess it's not good nor bad. It's not, it's not sweet nor unsweet. It's pretty normal to me. Pretty normal wine. That there, Principato Rosso. <coughs> okay. So moving on. So uh, last week, Ed Ray, you may have missed it, but we had we had drank some uh, Viking Viking beer. Okay. And we were supposed to go over Viking Viking hauntings, <coughs> but we never got the chance to do so. So here's our here's us going over the top ten Viking hauntings. And deciding what our thoughts on these Viking hauntings are. And if they're true, if they're actually scary, and which one of these ten sounds like the best haunting. Alright? Number ten. Vikings in Minnesota. It isn't a secret that many Norwegian immigrants settled down in Minnesota in the 19th century. They bring with them their language, traditions, and many old stories. The word Viking is found as the name of a town and also for the American football team. When the Kingston runestone is discovered, suddenly 
Everyone started believing the Vikings really could have traveled as far as the American Midwest. But the hype is short-lived and the stone turns out to be fake. And whilst the town of Viking has plenty of hauntings, there's nothing remotely connected to actual Vikings. What the heck? So I guess there's a whole... uh... Did you ever hear this story about Vikings in Minnesota? No, but if if you guys very well know... That over 400 years before Christopher Columbus apparently discovered America, a Viking by the name of Leif Erikson actually came to America and named the place Vinland. Did he really? Yeah, Leif Erikson, I think, first uh, sailed foot to America in the year 1000. Hmm, so I wonder if those stones were real, but someone just called them fake to hide the Viking tale. Yeah, I mean, there's a possibility that Leif Erikson could have gone to the land which is known as Minnesota. We don't know that, but Vikings have been in America long before the Chinese and Christopher Columbus. Oh, yeah. Damn ghost sightings. Number nine. The aerial ship of Cologne Maskinois. The aerial ship of Cologne Maskinois is a wonderful story. <clears throat> Some believe there is a Viking connection, mostly because the tale has been passed down history, not only in Irish medieval medieval chronicles, but also the 13th century Norse Kungsskugs. <laughs> These made-up words. <laughs> One day, as the monks attend mass at the monastery, a ship appears in the sky above Clonmaskinois. The anchor rope comes down in the, from the clouds and hooks on to the monastery. A crew member swims down and tries to free the anchor rope. The monks eventually close their ga- their gaping mouths and help him release the ship. He swims back up and the ship sails away overhead. Alas, the Viking connection is hard to find. The original story is probably, probably the one in the uh, Annals of Clone Marconois, recorded for the 740s. In the first recorded Viking actually attack only took place in 795 uh, more, moreover the Norse text actually refers to the Irish sources and none of the texts refer to it as a Viking related event this must end in a po- poetic way though for even Seamus Henry wrote a, po- wrote a poem about the ship you can read the text via link uh, blah, blah, but better yet watch him reciting the poem so you guess so there, I guess they're the second uh, Viking haunting stories of this uh, mysterious ship that had uh, appeared to some monasteries. Uh, what are your thoughts about that story? Yeah, very crazy. <laughs> uh, I thought these were going to be real stories. We might have to skip this because I... I, I uh, because you realize you're being trolled. Yeah, I realize you're being trolled. No, it's, I, I thought these were... I thought these were going to go into more detail about these hauntings. And be more scary, but instead it's like, oh, these were some stories, but they're fake. <laughs> these were some stories, but they're fake. Yep, you got trolled. Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> Vikings have got to be the greatest trolls of all time. Most likely. The Calavager. The Calavager, number seven, the Viking ghost of Lindholm, Lindholm Hojo. <laughs> oh god. Chinglehaw. Lanchiser, uh, Viking Ghost of Bloody Corner. What a fake ass shit. And in the winter of the same year, the brother Ingar and Hedafa. Fucking fake ass names. I can't say fake names. 
Yep, this podcast has gone to shreds. No, it's not. We still have another beer of the day. And <laughs> anyways, and it ain't and it ain't our fault this time. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's not our fault. If you if you guys come across any cool Viking ghost stories that we can read in the future, email them to opinionsandbeer at gmail.com. That's opinionsandbeer at gmail.com. Email us some of your favorite or greatest Viking stories that we can tell in a spooky-like manner. I swear, I thought I was I was being duped. I got duped by that trap. What a way to ruin the podcast. It's not completely ruined. We talked about Vikings for the four minutes. <laughs> Those damn Vikings. I can't believe uh, Vikings... Uh, are so overshadowed by a French man. Wait, is he French? Who? What was he again? Uh, Christopher Christopher Columbus. He was Italian, but he explored for Spain. Oh, what a sellout! Yeah, he was a, yeah he was an, yeah he was an Italian that explored for Queen Isabella of Spain. You know what though? Spain was uh, Spain was in America really early. They con- they conquered uh, Florida, huh? They also conquered Mexico. Spain Spain was pretty bad. In fact, yeah. If you if if anyone remembers our history episode about a year and a half ago, we did a history episode and we uh, discussed Spain and how Spain introduced slavery to uh, the United States. Yeah, Spain didn't get good again until the 1930s. I mean, Spain literally taught Native Americans. How to sell slaves. They also taught Native Americans how to speak Spanish. What a bastards. Damn Spaniards. Damn Spanite Spainites. They also taught Aztecs how to how to speak Spanish and now that's where Mexico comes from. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they and they're cross, they're crossing our border illegally and taking our jibs. Oh my god. This went weird real fast. Hey, you brought up Spain. Do you have any fond memories of Halloween, Ed Ray? Uh, maybe from the 1990s, but that's it. Yeah, well, what's some uh, 1990 Halloween memories? Oh, let's see. Trick-or-treating at some point, like 1991 or so. Mm. Other times, hay rides going all over the neighborhood trying to trick-or-treat because sometimes it wouldn't be... Sometimes we would ride in hay beds or something because it'd be too cold to walk on Halloween because sometimes we'd get a warm Halloween, sometimes we got a cold Halloweens, and I think we're supposed to have a cold Halloween this year. Damn. Did you ever dress up for Halloween? Uh, trying to remember what all that I dressed up in. I know I dressed up as a hurricane at one time. Back you in, what? Yeah, this is back in Halloween of 1998, I believe. As a hurricane? Yeah. The Hurricane, the wrestler, or a hurricane? A hurricane. What the fuck are you saying to me? I How think, can you dress up let's as a... Let's see. <laughs> I also... I also... I also dressed up as... I also dressed up as a lumberjack. Forgot what year that was. <laughs> you can't dress up as a... As weather patterns. I don't know. How I mean, do you dress up as a hurricane? I can see a tornado. Or a thunderstorm. Is that what you dress up as? How doing? would I know? What were you, a cloud? You were a fucking cloud? How are you a cloud? You wore a gray shirt and jiggled your belly? 
This guy doesn't understand. Let's move on. No, I was, how are you a hurricane? What did you? How did you dress up as a hurricane? What did you put on yourself to make you look like a hurricane? Let's see. You said a cloud and, of course, some pit face paint and other stuff like that. That's what you did? Yeah. And this was back in 1998. <laughs> but I really cannot remember so much about what I dressed up as, but I can remember Halloween of 1998. I think I dressed up as a lumberjack. And I can't really remember what else I dressed up as because Halloween is a distant memory to me compared to other people. Oh, is it? You've never, you, you've never been a fan of Halloween? Not when I became a teenager, because I felt it was getting old real fast. When you become a teenager, you just go and drink on Halloween. Well, you're not supposed to drink as a teenager, you're supposed to drink as an adult. Doesn't matter what you're supposed to do, it doesn't matter what you do do. So you are admitting that you drank on Halloween when you were a teenager, when that was not legal. That's what you do, you, you paint your face... Paint your face up or something, or you, you dress up and go to a, a costume party and get hammered. Well, apparently this guy's going to get a lot of teenagers arrested for his admission. No, just don't get caught. Do it, do it in a safe environment. He's still promoting drinking among teenagers. Six, uh, well, at least uh, 16. How's that? 16 and older you can drink. This guy will never get it. Let's go. <laughs> Moving on to the next second beer of the day. Harpoon Duncan Blueberry Matcha IPA. What's a matcha? Matcha. I think matcha is supposed to be some ketified form of green tea. So Is it really? This is going to be tea beer. Green tea plus oh, blueberry. God. So you're going to be in for one hell of a... So this is Duncan Blueberry Matcha IPA. 6.6% alcohol by volume. Harpoon Brewing. Well, good luck not passing out from this. Let's see. Oh, you know what? They're doing way better with fucking the smell. Like, dude. You may harpoon. be able to taste the blueberry more dude, than the green I can tea. Smell this. Yeah, it yeah like, blueberry? Smells like blueberry dude. and green tea combined. Harpoon is nailing these aromas. Like, these beers smell now like what they're supposed to. Last year, something was up with their beers. Last year, I don't like their beers. This year, they every beer has been pretty damn good. So let's uh let's go ahead and try this blueberry matcha IPA. Mm-hmm. Mild bitterness. The blueberry is there, but not not too strong. But probably the bitterness is cutting into any any uh, type of sweetness the blueberry may have. Hmm. The tea is is in there. I think. I think the tea is is creating like this weird uh, thinness in the beer that I that I'm not used to. Other than that, it's a pretty good beer. I'll give this. Uh, shoot, a little less than the maple. Because I'm not, I'm not a fan of the thinness thing, but uh, I'll give this a solid seven or six point five out of ten. Six point five out of ten. The solid little blueberry beer. So a little better than average, but nothing too crazy uh, for this uh, blueberry beer. Uh, this the aroma though was off the charts. Aroma ten out of ten. Flavor, like I said, six point five out of ten. 
Maple Maple Cream is still a solid eight. Anyways, uh, Ed Ray, are you drunk? Pour yourself another glass, cause we gotta get drunk, baby. Time to do some some drunk Mad Libs. Are you ready for some drunk Mad Libs, Ed Ray? Here's what we gotta do. Basically, uh, we're gonna take turns uh, of asking each other. We're gonna take turns in stories, basically. Like one of us is gonna do one story, then we're gonna flip, and the other person do the other. I guess uh, you want to go first. What am I supposed to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you que uh, questions, or I'm gonna ask you to give me something. And you give it to me. All right. All right. Here we go. Segment. Drunken Mad Libs. Here we go. Ed Ray. The first thing I need from you is a noun. Do you know what a noun is? It's a person, place, or thing. Person, place, or thing. Does moron count as noun? Uh, moron does count as noun. Okay. Now I need an adjective. An adjective. Uh, an adjective is obviously a descriptive word. Um, if you can say very, like very blank, you know, like think of it like very blank, or um, yeah, that's, that's usually how you know other words can be adjectives. The easiest words to find is if you can put very before it, then it's uh, it's an adjective, but a descriptive word. So what do you got for me? Very bland. There we go. Bland. A type of liquid. Gas. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't know what a liquid is. No, no. Gas Mer is a Mercury. Mercury is a liquid. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see how I stopped myself there? <laughs> gas. <laughs> Ed Ray. If your gas is liquid, that's called shitting. That's called shitting. <laughs> if, even worse, diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyways, something alive, plural. So something alive with an S at the end. Something alive. Hmm, that's a tough one. Yeah, anything. <laughs> An alive thing. Bears. Okay. Bears. Uh, an animal. Hmm. Monkey. Also, it was, it was animal uh, plurals, but I'll just add the S to it. Uh, a plural noun. Plural noun, let's see. Goofs. <laughs> Goofs. Goofs. That's a that's a pretty good one actually. An adverb. An adverb. Basically an adverb is a, you know um a basically a past tensed uh, verb, I believe. Right? No, 
Yeah. Adverb. An adjective verb. A verb is an action. So an adverb is a adverse action. Did you say adverb is a past tense verb or what? I, I mean, I believe so. I believe that's unless unless I'm unless I'm now the retard. I used to I used to be so good at uh, knowing my. An ad okay. Uh, an adverb, like I say, it was an ad like a, my second thing, an adjective verb, which is basically an uh, expressing a relation of place, time, circumstance, manner, cause, degree. So, uh, they did it gently. They were quiet. Then, there, uh, those are uh, kind of examples. Um, of adverbs. Um, she never tells a lie. He is generally late. Um, I don't know which one is the fucking adverb though. Uh, she swims quickly. Here, the adverb quickly modifies the verb swims. So quickly is the. So quickly is the adverb. So basically, uh, an adverb is an adjective that describes a verb. Understand? Go for it. Raced quickly. Uh, we'll, we'll say quickly. Quickly is the adverb. All right. This is a, this is also an English lesson, guys. We're also doing English lessons on the Opinions and Beer podcast. Because that's how deficient in English America has become. <laughs> Including you. You didn't know a fucking adverb. I had to tell you the goddamn now. Okay. Article of clothing. Article of clothing. Uh, let's see. Shirt. Shirt. Give me a number. Four. An occupation. Uh, carpenter. Carpenter. That's like Jesus. That way he said it. A noun. A noun. 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 Uh, let's see. A noun is a person, place, or thing. Let's see. <coughs> place would be backyard. There we go. All right. A verb ending in ing. A verb is an action, so. Punching. Punching. Very good. Uh, a, a verb. Play. A plural noun. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Let's these, see. These nouns always get us. These nouns are difficult. Difficult to find a noun. Mm, let's see. 
I've already used more and I've used scoop ball. Let's see what else I could use. <laughs> Man, come on. Plural see? noun. Person, place, or thing. Person, place, or thing. Thing, thing, thing. Grumps. Grumps. You're going to love this, Ed Ray. We need another noun. Mm. Chimney. There we go. Ch chimney. A verb ending in ing. Swinging. Swing, ing, an occupation. Occupation. Let's fencer. <laughs> A fencey. Are you mean? Are you mean? Are you saying somebody that fences? Or someone that puts up fences. Puts up fences. Like uh, outside? Yeah. Okay, so. Here we are. We've made it to the end of Ed Ray's Mad Lib story. <laughs> this, this story is called... <clears throat> Monsters Oh My. Monsters Oh My. Here we go. Here's the story, Ed Ray. You ready for this shit? <clears throat> <clears throat> Have you ever heard a loud moron in the middle of the night when the, when the moon is bland? Do you suspect your new neighbor might like to drink the mercury from bears? Undead zombies howling... <laughs> undead zombies howling were monkeys and vampires that sleep in goofs. He's <laughs> sleeping. That sleeping goofs have, qu <laughs> have quickly scared the shirt off audiences for over four years. But what if these terrifying carpenters were real? <laughs> what if they were hiding under your backyard, waiting until you're punching, <laughs> waiting until you're punching before they sneak out and play you? Luckily, monsters are just a figment of our grumps. So next time you hear that chimney in the night, relax. You're just swinging things. There's no fencer under your bed waiting to get you. Or is there? <laughs> oh, God. Ed Ray, if you... Ed Ray, if you woke up and under your bed was a fencer, what would you say? I say... I say secure my RV... And keep the mor keep the morons out. It's like you need to you better secure my RV to keep the morons out. What are you what are you doing under my bed? Get out! You gotta you gotta go back to work fencing my yard. You gotta go back to work fencing my yard. You're under my bed. Get out from under there. Oh God! Anyways, it's your turn. If you don't want to do that one, because I just looked at it, do the next one if you want to. All right. Let's start with adjective. An adjective. Um. Uh, 
dead. Occupation. Uh. Uh. Pirate. Celebrity. Uh. The Rock. Something alive. Something alive. Uh, oh, geez. What's alive? Oh, I know. Um, who uh, who punches people and shit? Boxer? No. Something alive. Uh, he like karate's people. Yeah. Mixed martial artist? Yeah, what's his name? He's alive. I want to say him name, but I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, Chuck Norris. Something alive. Chuck Norris. He's alive. Verb. Past tense. Past tense verb. Uh, bled. Part of the body, plural. Penises. Type of food. Uh, vagina. Verb. Um, eight. Noun. Um, uh, b- ch- chocolate. Adjective. Uh, person, place, thing. Beer. Silly word. Wait, wait. What was the last one you said? An adjective? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I messed up. Mark that out. Mark the beer out. I thought you said noun. Adjective. Uh, drunk. Silly word. Oh, uh. uh <laughs> oh, no, 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 How do you spell that? Aguka. 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 A G O O K A. Aguka. Vehicle. A Jeep. Place. Taco Bell. Part of the body. Um. The foot. Exclamation. Wow. Noun. Beer. Verb. Uh. Uh, kill. Alright, are you ready for this? I'm ready, Ed Ray. Go ahead and read into your mic. Ever wonder what it's like to have a dead zombie as a best pirate? Well, <laughs> no wonder no more, because my best friend, The Rock, is a real-life zombie. Of course, she wasn't always a zombie. She used to be a regular Chuck Norris, 
before that other <laughs> zombie bled on her leg. <laughs> Being friends with the zombie sure does keep you on your penises. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. I need I need to keep a lot I need to keep I need to keep lots of fresh vagina close Obviously, this guy won't stop laughing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let me try it again. I need to keep lots of fresh vagina close to, close by to feed my zombie friend so she won't try to eat my chocolate. <laughs> she tried to she tried to eat my chocolate so I gave her some vagina. Uh, quit, quit. <laughs> so, zombie friend. Zombie friend, quit eating my chocolate, please. I've got all the vagina you could ever ask for. All right, <laughs> let's continue. And our conversations aren't very drunk since my zombie friend usually just moans, Oguka. <laughs> At least she still likes to ride her Jeep around the Taco Bell. Although every time she rides over a bump, her foot falls off and yells. <laughs> and she yells, wow. No matter what, she is still my best beer friend forever. And if, even if she's trying to kill on me. Oh, God. Which one was dumber, the first or the second story? <laughs> what do you think? Which one was dumber, you think, out of those two? You think the second one was dumber? <laughs> <coughs> That's funny. Well, uh, you want to do more of these? your show man it's my show man all right well we still have i mean this is a this is a halloween edition i don't want to like end it so early we got to get drunk on these fucking mad libs i'm gonna pour me another beer and we're gonna get to more mad libs we're gonna do uh two more one one more for each these don't these don't, obviously don't take too long we only took us 10 minutes, so. <coughs> Here we go. An adjective. Oh, man. Oh, God. Drunk Mad Libs is so hard because you got to think of words. So, adjective is supposed to be a description of something, huh? Yeah. Mm. It's like colors or uh, feelings. Like All right, I think I got one terrible. There we go. Something alive. Something alive. Yeah, that. I, I, you know what? I never see this one in other ad libs. It's a very odd, odd thing. I think it's only in the it's only this Halloween one that's something All alive right. doesn't make sense something alive dog yeah dog is alive a place a place would be river river an adjective melancholy Melancholy. 
plural noun. Plural noun. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, plural noun. Oh, plural noun. <clears throat> Coaches. That's a good one. Coaches. Part of the body, plural. Knees. He took an arrow to the knees. Number. Seven. Another part of the body, plural. Toes. <laughs> type of building. Let's see, type of building. A type of building. Shack. Shack. A noun. Let's see, now that would be field. Field. Another noun. And just keep thinking of nouns. You have two more nouns coming up. Store. Okay, stores, first noun. House. House. Verb ending in ing. Okay, this verb. This is going to be a tough one, but let me think. Oh, Edry. Need a verb ending in ing. Walking. Walking. He does a lot of walking, Ed Ray. Ed Ray does a lot of walking. Occupation. Let's see, occupation. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. I'm going to say, <laughs> if I get up. Anyways, exclamation. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Verb. Cry. This one's cheating. Person in room. Brother. In my I'm your brother? Uh, let's see. This no cousin. Yeah, there we go. No, it says it, I'm. You're supposed to say me. I just I was put Adam. I didn't know I was supposed to say a name. Yeah, that's yeah because it's like in quotations, like the the name of the person in the room. Okay, adjective. Angry. All right. <clears throat> How to make a monster. Hello, all my little terrible scientist. Dr. Frankenslime here to teach you how to make your own scary dog. The first thing you need to do is go to a creepy river with a melancholy shovel and dig up all the coaches you need for the project. Don't feel like you have to get don't feel like you have to give your monster two knees and two legs. 
if you want to give it seven toes instead, go for it. <laughs> this is your monster. Assemble all the parts in the laboratory inside your haunted shack. If you don't have a lab, you can always use the field in your own home instead. Once your monster is assembled, use an electrical store to bring it to life. A house, a house storm is an excellent source of electricity due to all the lightning bolts walking from the sky. When your lumberjack first sits up, it may shout, Damn! and cry uncontrollably. But you must stay calm. Now all you have to do is give it a name like Adam and go show the world your angry creation. <laughs> imagine you imagine you created a seven-toed lumberjack and he woke up, shouted damn, cried uncontrollably, and you're and you're like, I want to show I want to show everyone how angry you are. I want to show the world how angry my creation is. My angry lumberjack with seven toes. Right. <laughs> my angry lumberjack with seven toes. Okay. Let's start with silly word. Silly word. Um, booga booga. Booga booga. B-O-O-G-A. Repeated. <laughs> Alright. Adjective. Uh, slimy. Noun. Uh, semen. Another noun. Oh shoot. Um, goo. Type of container. Uh oh shoot. Well um, vial. Adverb. Um, rapidly. Plural noun. Uh, dildos. Something alive. Uh, something alive. What is alive? You're right. That's a hard one to pick because, like, oh man, all the things that are alive in this world. Uh, let's just say aliens. Let's assume aliens are alive. Part of the body. Uh, hair. Type of liquid. Piss. Animal. Uh, animal. A chupacabra. 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 <coughs> Part of the body, plural. Part of the body, plural. Uh, elbows. Occupation. Uh, gyne gynecologist. Exclamation. Fuck!
Plural noun. Uh, beers. Beers. Something alive. These are, there's, a, there's a lot of something alive, aren't there? Let's see. Uh, something alive. Yeast is alive. Eats sugar. Farts alcohol. Part of the body, plural. Fuck. Dicks. Alright, this is going to be a tough one to read, but I'm going to try. Welcome to Count Booga Boogie's class on how to be a successful vampire. These slimy tips will help you everything you need to know about being a creature of the semen. <laughs> tip, tip one, vampires hate the goo, so never leave your vial during the day. One step into the sunlight and you'll be rapidly turned into a pile of dildos. <laughs> before, you, before you bite your aliens on the hair, say I want to suck your piss. On the dildos and the piss. The dildos and the piss are the funny part, though. Uh, I'm gonna suck your piss. I wanna think of a vampire. I don't suck blood, I suck piss. I don't suck blood, I suck piss. Those fucking Russian bitches on porn. Tip three to transform into a flying chupacabra, just raise your elbows into the air and say the gynecologist's phrase Fuck. <laughs> The gynecologist says, fuck, fuck, <laughs> what am I looking at? Fuck, the gynecologist, the gynecologist don't know what he's looking at. You are all excellent beers. Next, I will teach you how to hypnotize your yeast with your dicks. <laughs> Every time I read this stuff, he laughs uncontrollably. <laughs> well, at first I wasn't because I'm like, um, I was, I was like, I was like, this first half, it wasn't good enough. Like, semen wasn't good, goo wasn't good, vile wasn't good, rapidly. But uh, no, actually, no. You'll be rapidly turned into a pile of dildos. That killed me. I want to suck your piss. That kills me. And the fucking... Not, this part didn't really kill me. But hypnotize your yeast with my dick. That's a fucking laughter. That's pretty good, Ed Ray. I think that's a solid... Solid thing to do. Have you ever tried to hypnotize yeast with your dick? No, you ought to teach that to the stand-up crowd. I may. Good night, son, son. Ed Ray. Every year we do a, a classic Halloween episode. This year might not have been as classic as the last. But, still it's fun. Sit here, get drunk, drink beers with you. We're at about 50 minutes into this episode. We can probably do two more if we need to. So we can keep drinking. I mean, you have a whole thing of wine left. We can keep getting drunk and being crazy on these fucking Mad Libs. It's up to you, Ed Ray. What do you think we should do? It's your damn show. It's my damn show! <coughs> you know what, though? How's this? I've only had three beers. Let's make it four. Let's do two more. Two more Mad Libs each. I say each. One one and one. So. Oh, this one's gonna be easy. Okay. Here we go. 
Next up, this is fucking... Because technically we got to be drunk for Drunk Mad Libs. We can't be buzzed. And we're getting there. I'm fucking feeling... I'm feeling pretty good. <sighs> keep drinking your wine, Ed Ray. And answering these fucking shitty questions. Adjective. Mm. Furious. Furious. Noun. Curmudgeon. What are you saying? Curmudgeon? Yeah, curmudgeon. What does that mean? What's the, what's the definition of curmudgeon? Mean. Curmudgeon. Celebrity. Stuff <sighs> one right there. Probably save in diesel. <laughs> you you're only saying that because I said the Rock, and you know they have a feud. Number three. Occupation. Occupation. Let's see. Cook. Person in the room, Adam. Exclamation. No. No. Adjective. Amazed. Amazed. Plural noun. Plural noun. Plural noun. Plural noun. Cars. Cars. Part of the body. Part of the body. Part of the body. Thumb. Thumb. Getting specific. Number. Nine. Plural noun. Plural. Plural noun. Does people count? Yes. People. Adjective. Mad. Animal. Lion. Silly word. <laughs> Come on. I, I did. I, I, <coughs> I did my silly words in like two seconds. You can't think of a silly word? <laughs> oh my god. This is going to be the hardest thing he's done. Ed Ray... If he's one thing, he's not silly. It's <laughs> time to come up with a silly word. Just... Yeah, that's that's how opposite we are. <laughs> he can't come up with something silly. Oh, jeez. Jerk off. Jerk. Jerk. Fine. 
adjective, an adjective. Everyone loves an adjective. Upset. Upset. Let's see. Okay. If we randomly pause on accident, but no, no need to fret. We're gonna get the whole story. So, Edray's been doing his Mad Lib. What lurks in Loch Ness? <coughs> Time to read. What's lurks in Loch? What lurks in Loch Ness? Written by Ed Ray, <clears throat> or filled in by him, I should say. If you ever travel to Scotland, you might be furious enough to catch a glimpse of the Loch Ness Kermugandon, Kermugan, whatever fuck he said. Also, affectionately known as Vin Diesel. <laughs> Sightings of the creature date all the way back to three years. Date date all the way back to year three, when legend has it, a cook named Adam saw Vin Diesel rising from the lake and shouted, No! (laughs) No, it's Vin Diesel rising from the lake! (laughs) Since since then, Loch Ness has been been an amazed destination for cars traveling from all over the world. The creature, is the, the creature is said to have a a thumb nearly nine feet tall and a, bo- and a body larger than 20 people. Many, while many think the legend is just a mad hoax, believers say the creature is actually some type of lion that was trapped in the lake during the jerk-off age. <laughs> whatever, whatever the truth may be, if you're lucky enough to take a photo of the field... You'll become one of the most upset people in the world. <laughs> you'll be so upset. If you take a picture of the field, you'll be so upset because it wasn't Loch Ness. It wasn't Vin Diesel. <laughs> the the the, the ni- Vin Diesel with a nine foot uh nine foot tall thumb. Vin Diesel has a nine foot tall thumb and a body longer than twenty people. <laughs> oh god. That's just funny. Here you go. Last one, everybody. Ed Ray's doing me. I'm going to crack open this maple cream. Hit me with your best shot. Adjective. Adjective. Um, paranoid. Plural noun. Uh, bottles. Type of building. Uh, church. Article of clothing. Plural. Underwear. This is a underwears. Down. Uh. Slime. Another noun. Mm. Uh, Oh, fuck me. Uh. 
Now, person plays a thing. Um. Fuck, uh, uh, taco. Adjective. Masturbating. No, no, no. That's that. No, no. Masturbating is not an adjective. Wait. It's a verb. You're right. <laughs> uh, um, sticky. Part of the body, plural. Oh, shit. Um, Ears. Noun. Uh, uh, Fuck. Shit. Now, person plays a thing. Uh... You know what? The more you drink, it gets harder to think. Uh, person plays a thing. Oh, uh, shit. Mm, condoms. Condoms, condoms, condoms. Something alive, plural. Something alive, plural. Oh, uh, shit. Uh... Yetis. They're alive. If they're real. <laughs> Silly word. <coughs> uh, Silly word. Uh, hockey. 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 Verb. Masturbating. Adjective. An adjective, an adjective, it's all you ever want. An adjective, an adjective is what you asking for. Uh, lock. Type of container. Uh, jar. Animal plural. Mmm. Platypuses. Platypi? Is it platypi? Platypuses? Number. Um. 666. Noun. Person plays a thing. Chuck Norris. Here we go, the final Mad Lib that we're doing for Halloween edition Drunk Mad Libs. Give it to us, Ed Ray. All right, this one is Are You My Mummy? So, here it is. Is your mom a paranoid mummy? Answer these helpful bottles to find out. Does your mom sleep inside a stone church while wrapped in underwears? Does your mom come from a slime in the middle of a desert where she creates taco storms by waving... Around a sticky staff. <laughs> Does your mom keep her ears in a condom by her bed? <laughs> when your yetis meet your mom, do they scream, 
hokey and masturbate in, in fear. <laughs> they masturbate in fear of their mom. Oh, God, your mom and masturbate in fear. Does your mom have a pile of locket treasure in your jar? After your mom hugs you, are you covered in a scarab platypi? If you answered yes to more than 666 six, six, six of these questions, your mom might be a Chuck Norris. <laughs> that one wasn't very good. Probably the worst one that we've done today. But I think that... I, I think it wasn't my answers. It was the story that sucked. These stories are not for... Uh, for, for fun. But that's 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 the gamble of these... That's the whole gamble with Mad Libs, is that you're just... They're just as bad as Keenan. <laughs> that's, that's the gamble with Mad Libs, is you just gotta hope that it's funny. But then when you read it, it's like, it may be funny, it may be completely awful. <laughs> Are you my mummy? The only thing that even got me a kind of a laugh was the... Uh, I think keeping your ears in a condom was kind of funny. And then obviously I think that, uh, do they masturbate in fear? It's pretty funny too. So, but, Ed Ray, was any of that funny to you? No. Did you enjoy yourself drinking that wine? Yes. Well, at least you had some kind of fun. You know what? I thought, I thought some of that was good. And you didn't. That's because you always find everything funny. Me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's... That's just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.